Welcome to Narcissistic Abuse Rehab. My name is M. Today, we're going to talk about how narcissists use DARVO to escape accountability. Sometimes it can seem as if narcissists possess such extraordinary manipulation skills, they appear to bend reality to their will. This is made painfully clear when they inflict harm on someone and astonishingly escape accountability by flipping the script and blaming the person they've wronged. Narcissists are expert at erasing the pain they cause from the narrative. They wipe their hands clean by projecting their malice, aggression, and treachery onto the people they target. The more malignant a narcissist is, the less of a conscience they have. This makes them able to blame the survivor with such ease and skill that once the narcissist has spun their web of deception, the survivor appears to be the aggressor and the narcissist their hapless victim. In many cases, survivors are left reeling as their abuser blithely revises the fact of their aggression, twisting the truth into a narrative that bears no semblance to what actually happened. This is because narcissists have mastered a tactical maneuver that effectively grooms individuals and indeed entire social groups by controlling their perception of events. The name of this strategy is DARVO. What is DARVO? DARVO is an acronym for Deny, Attack, Reverse, Victim, and Offender. It is a defense mechanism used by manipulators to evade accountability for the harm they inflict on others. The term was first presented in a 1997 article by Dr. Jennifer J. Freyd, professor of psychology at the University of Oregon and founder of the Center for Institutional Courage. According to Dr. Freyd, quote, the perpetrator or offender may deny the behavior, attack the individual doing the confronting, and reverse the roles of victim and offender such that the perpetrator assumes the victim role and turns the true victim or the whistleblower into an alleged offender, end quote. Denial is used by the abuser and bystanders in their clique. It usually sounds like, I didn't do anything, but if I did, it wasn't that bad. Or, it never happened, but if it did, it wasn't that bad. At the local level, this strategy is common among perpetrators of sexual offenses, psycho-emotional abuse, and domestic violence. DARVO is a regular feature of coercive control. At the structural level, Dr. Freyd refers to this tactic as institutional DARVO. For DARVO to occur, a power imbalance must exist. It's most effective when the abuser has more social capital than the survivor. If the abuser is a member of a dominant group and the survivor is a member of a disenfranchised group, generally the survivor is less likely to be believed. People who are likely candidates for DARVO are survivors who confront their abuser, whistleblowers, and socially vulnerable individuals or groups for example, women are more likely to be targeted for DARVO than men. Today, I want to let you in on something really amazing. Femile makes organic vitality teas and innovative feminine products to help women restore and revitalize our health. 
log on to femily.com backslash discount backslash narc rehab to receive an exclusive 10% discount for narcissistic abuse rehab listeners on everything in the Femily store. There's a link for you in the show notes. The DARVO tactic serves many purposes. DARVO is a smokescreen used by narcissists, psychopaths, and other manipulators to conceal the truth of their behavior. DARVO enables them to control how others perceive the target and the conflict. DARVO often stuns the targeted person into confusion and silence. Thus, the abuser is able to craft a scapegoat story, which is used to cultivate biases against the target and rally bystanders to their cause. Dr. Freud explains, quote, This occurs, for instance, when an actually guilty perpetrator assumes the role of falsely accused and attacks the accuser's credibility and blames the accuser of being the perpetrator of a false accusation. End quote. In a Darvo climate, no amount of evidence will suffice as proof of the abuser's transgressions. The targeted person will not be believed within a social circle that has been groomed by a narcissist, psychopath, or other manipulator. On the contrary, the target will be subjected to a terrifying campaign of victim-blaming by the group. Once the abuser has successfully secured the bystander's support and conditioned them to perceive the survivor as the perpetrator, the clique collectively subjects the survivor to the merciless process of scapegoating. If the survivor lives through it, they are usually driven into isolation and social death. Other outcomes can include homicide or death by self-annihilation. The narcissist, psychopath, or manipulator's endgame is the complete destruction of the target. The cognitive distortions created by Darvo cultivate an ecosystem of moral corruption. Members of the peer group are encouraged by the narcissist to engage in polarized or black-and-white thinking. The group's empathy for the narcissist is weaponized and used to encourage negative biases about the recipient of the abuse. Narcissists, psychopaths, and other manipulators do this in order to ensure that members of the dominant clique become indifferent and callous about the betrayal of the survivor. The desensitization of the group opens the door to the objectification of the targeted individual. And once this is accomplished, every kind of violence becomes acceptable. Examples of this can be seen in manifestations of anti-Semitism, racism, sexism, and homophobia. Few things in life can feel as impossible as co-parenting with a narcissist. Because narcissists don't co-parent, they counter-parent. That's why I want to tell you about Transcendent Parenting, a workbook for parents sharing children with narcissists. It's a system created by award-winning parent-child attachment specialist, Dr. Michael Kinsey, to help keep you and your child focused on the things that matter the most. Download your copy of Transcendent Parenting at Mindsplain.com today. Why do bystanders participate in collective betrayal? According to Dr. Freyd, betrayal blindness is a survival mechanism that arises, quote, 
when awareness would threaten necessary relationships, end quote. In other words, bystanders yield to betrayal blindness in the interest of looking out for themselves and to avoid the loss or pain they might risk if they sympathized with the target. They assign more value to their relationship with the abuser, so it follows that it's in their best interest to empathize with the narcissist and not with the survivor. In fact, in many cases, bystanders may stand to gain more social capital if they lend their support to the narcissist. So it's usually a combination of greed for gain and an instinct for self-preservation that eclipses any ethical or moral considerations in the bystander. In other words, members of the clique adapt to conflict within the group by turning a blind eye to the harmful behaviors of the narcissist. What are the long-term effects of DARVO on survivors? Many survivors feel psychologically obliterated by the trauma of experiencing DARVO. It can have disastrous consequences for the survivor's mental health. For example, it can cause severe anxiety, panic, depression, and post-traumatic stress, which in turn can adversely impact the survivor's physical well-being. DARVO invalidates the survivor's lived experience. It inflicts further pain and suffering as the wronged party is cheated out of any measure of justice. Instead, in addition to the original violation, survivors are persecuted and blamed in spite of the fact that they are the wronged party. Rejection from their peers and the narcissist's immunity to being held accountable is a constant cascade of salt poured in the survivor's wounds, causing them to be repeatedly re-traumatized. If you found this message helpful, please subscribe to our channel and be sure to share it with two friends who could use this message today. For more free resources, visit NarcissisticAbuseRehab.com where you can download our free printable workbook, Am I in an Emotionally Abusive Relationship? a mental wellness tool I created to help you measure the health of your connections and build better boundaries. That's all I have for you today. Be good to yourself, and we'll talk again soon. <music>